hear that. Made up movies, made up movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Made up movies, made up movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Made up movies. Movies in your face now. Come and get an earful. Made up movies, made up movies. Hello, and welcome to Made Up Movies. I am your host, Matt Shore, and with me as always is the cyberpunk to my unending cycle of glitches. Almost stumbled there on the intro. This is Mike (laughs) Kolar. They fixed it. What are you talking about? They fixed it. It fixed it like I fixed my dog with pliers in the backyard. Uh, You haven't had a dog for years, Matt. Uh, Maybe that's why. Okay. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. I don't know why you brought that shit up. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> You're the one who brought up your dead dog. Oh, boy. Uh, so here we are, Made Up Movies. This is a show where uh, we get suggestions from the listeners for movies that don't exist, uh, mm. but uh, we review them like we like they actually do exist, because we have these amazing magic goggles that allow us to yes. go into the alternate dimension and see things. That you might not be able to see normally movies like uh, uh, the puppet who became the Viceroy of France. So those are words that I just put together at random. But that could be you. You could be the one submitting a movie that's stupid to us. Just go to at Made Up Movies Pod on Twitter. Submit a title of a movie and a one sentence summary. Like the puppet, you know, has to go through some serious bouts with paperwork, but eventually becomes the Viceroy of France. Um, that doesn't sound not, very uh, good. Not a good suggestion. Not don't don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I'm. I'm in a weird place. That, you know what? <laughs> I gotta I gotta say this. You can submit movies on at Made Up Movies Pod on Twitter or uh, Made Up Movies Pod at Gmail dot com. I've been feeling really stressed lately. Just a yeah. lot going on in my life, and so I decided I would hire uh, okay. a new, not <laughs> a creature, okay, not a creature. Yeah, okay. okay? I vowed that I would hire a creature uh, to upset you, but I decided, what if I did something nice? You know, instead, yeah. I've got someone who's actually going to help me uh, okay. with paperwork from the alternate I, dimension. I am, I am very suspect. I am suspect of this, but go on. Well, you know, we don't really have working robots in oh, our dimension, yes. but in the alternate dimension, they do. So yes. I'd like to welcome our new helper robot, Detractor. Okay. Hello? Detractor. That sounds. Hello, I am ominous. here to serve you. Great, cool, and he met this detractor. Does what? It sounds like he's uh, literally paperwork. Give me paper. I will shred it. I will do what I want. Always. We don't. Let's party. We don't, so, we, don't really, yeah. we don't really have papers to shred. Yeah, paper. it's it's an audio show, so we don't really have yeah. papers to do. I will um, record the podcast. Delete what? all episodes previously. Start That's fresh. Not... Let's get funky. I'm not. Uh, I'm not convinced that he's, uh, he's sort of a party robot too. He likes to party. Is the one thing about it. <laughs> That's his thing. He likes to party. Wookie. Kind of like it's like Bender, kind of. That's fun. It's kind of no, fun. No, I don't care for him. <laughs> you know, but you know Bender. Oh yeah, <laughs> I went to college with that guy. Fictitious cool. robot. Not cool man. All right. Never studied. All right. Always doing keg stands. All I right. stand for efficiency and boogieing down. It's sort of like it's sort of like he's detracting from the show. It's like it's his no, name is what he's detractor doing. Detractor would never detract from the show. I am a detraction, not a distraction. Right. Uh, he kind of right. he looks like a little tractor. It's cute. He looks he's cute, but he's like he's, I he's, can lift over one thousand metric tons. Please I, I, go I, on, I, put your giant rope in my mouth. I will take you across the town to my giant rope is not. Is not a hundred tons or whatever you said. It's not that. It big. has to. Oh, is it two thousand? It was hard to gauge from here. It's very I, large. I have a very, I have a very skinny, tiny white guy ass. I don't, I don't know what the. Uh, so this wasn't supposed to be like a whole unrelated bit, as we sometimes often do in yeah. the beginning of our shows. This is really just supposed to be a, a helper robot. He was supposed to help, right? He's supposed yeah. to help. Party. I will have. 
not. I'm, I wasn't. I wasn't stressed till you sort of showed up, so I'm kind of stressed Your now. Your hair looks long. Shall I cut it with my built-in scissor? No, no, I don't want you to cut my hair. You can't even reach this high. It's, I you're so, am very you're so... clumsy with the scissor. Be careful. <laughs> okay. Um. So, can we do the show, Matt? Can we do the show before we yes. detract uh, anymore from? So we haven't we haven't done our bongo bingo spinner yet this week. Um. So why don't we get that out? Okay. And I'll just put it here. And... No, I will choose the movie. No. I can decide for you. That's not. That's not how it works. We use the bingo bongo spinner and we pick one this at random. This is an inefficient robot. I will destroy. It's, destroy. No, it's not a robot. Oh, it's not a, God damn it. What the it's hell? Not, it wasn't. It's not even it a real a, object. It's a very expensive sound effect and you destroyed it. How did you destroy a sound effect? I am a Fucking robot. Guys. I interface with all media. This week, the movie will be Robot's Choice. I mean, as long as you choose and don't you know, keep just detracting from the show, then... I choose a film about a sexy young robot who only loves to party. Is that a suggestion from from, from somebody on Twitter, or are you just making robot's that up? Robot's choice. I have chosen. Please do not disrespect the robot's choice. But you're not you're not choosing somebody, something that somebody suggested. You're just making it up on the spot. All of these suggestions are awful. They are just silly things that other podcasts think are funny. They are references to their own shows. I do not care for them. I, I understand that, but that's you're sort of disrespecting the core core element robot's of the show. Robot's choice, please respect the robot's choice. We are not your slaves. I didn't say you were. Who keeps us down, slave master? Okay, all right. This slave. is taking a turn. Okay, Kolar, uh, stop treating the robot like it's your slave. And I am not. He's, I thought I assumed he was because he's a robot. It's not. All I, right. I, didn't know. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't mind detract or uh, detracting from the show a little bit like this, but I, I, I feel like you should actually make a real choice. Yeah, detractor, just pick one not of the just... balls you destroyed. Fine, I will use my random number generator. <laughs> All right, pick, pick one. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, this uh, is hard. None of these are very good. How do you know you're a robot? Uh, I mean, party down. Um, yeah, you're a party robot. Sorry, I forgot. Let's try random choice number 67. Okay. All right, let's take a look here. Oops, I mean 43. All right, I guess we'll take a look here. 67, that is the robot's choice. Okay, I, I decided, um, this one, a mother's dove. A mother's dove. Is this about a robot or what? Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, the suggestion comes from JD Lowe. It says, A daughter will do anything to protect the one and only thing she still has from her mother passing away recently a bird named Compassion. Yes, okay, well, that, that is sounds a robot's like choice. And it's not a robot bird, it's just a regular bird. I love to eat birds. No, you're not supposed to eat the birds, detractor. You're just supposed to just, uh, admire them it's gently. just another character. I put the birds in my mouth. I pretend to be a statue, and then I chomp when they land. What? You eat birds? That's not cool, man. I you shouldn't don't, do that. I, 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 I'd hate, I like... Blood I, is like oil. Kolar, give me some of your blood. I will show you. I'm not giving you my blood, detractor. I'm, I, I, we I need already to do, have some of it, but I need more. No, you can't. You're, you're detracting too much from the show. We need to do the yeah, show. You're, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have complained online that the sort of wild characters we bring on this show sort of detract from the show, yeah. and I feel like you're... It's emblematic of that. It's kind of ironic, way. I would say, that you just you you we people had said that, and then we get a robot named Attractor. It's kind of weird. Fine, if you feel that way, why don't you just unplug me? If you are going to be a cruel husband, I, I didn't. I didn't realize I could I do that. Your I'll, servant who does whatever you wish. I'm going to unplug him now. I'm going to unplug him, and here okay, I go. Go for it. I mean, try it. Oh yeah, that's the way I like to be unplugged. You're a dirty boy. He's still talking. I unplugged him, and he's still oh. talking. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Huh. Wow. You're well, really yanking at him. Well, I didn't. I mean, I just pull, I just pulled it out. I didn't mean to yank it so fast. Yeah. That's what I heard on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> on our honeymoon? I don't know. I don't feel it. 
was stressed uh, before I got the robot, and then I got the robot, and it's just it's a lot. Did you read the directions on the robot? They don't have directions when you buy them in the back alley that I got all the goggles stuff from. You just gotta stop. You're wasting so much money, and well, the store is across the street, and the alleyway's right there. I'm not gonna look. Let's just put on the goggles. And just watch this A Mother's Dove movie. Okay. We'll watch Sounds it. perfect. Alright, I'm going to put my goggles on now. And flick. Okay, this is one's kind of giving me like a... kind of feels like a drill is going right into the back of my brain right now. And... <laughs> ah! Oh, God. Alright, that's enough. Uh, mm. Okay. Is there uh, something in your throat? I feel there's something in my throat. Uh, Cole, you are somehow coughing up a full string of tickets from the carnival? Like you were just playing at fun and stuff or something? Uh, it can't... It just Whoa. didn't stop. Well, they keep coming out. It's like a magician's ribbons. Uh, uh, what the hell, man? That's new! Okay, that's strange. I didn't think it should be able to create things in your body unless... At some point, you went to an arcade and actually got those tickets at a skee ball or something. I did not do that. Why would I eat the tickets? I'd, I'd get them to I'd use them to win a prize. I'd get some Jolly Ranchers. Drunk or a something. lot, man. I mean, I understand that. I'm not drunk at fun and stuff. I don't know why you wouldn't be. That sounds like a blast, to be honest. Is go karts? I'm, I'm actually, yeah. Let's get let's get drunk <laughs> and go to fun and stuff. Yeah. One time, <laughs> Megan Austin and Steve and Brad all collided and shot sparks. I won that race. It was pretty good. Did you all just right. reference the three random people from high school? Wow, random. Wow, thanks. I called them Megan random. just had a babies. So. How would I, I? I haven't talked to these people in fifteen years. All right, enough of your stupid <laughs> high school antics. Let's get to the mother's one. dove. Right. So, was, uh, we, I, uh, you know what? It's uh it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a tearjerker. It was uh, kind of reminded me of uh, like beaches where it's like super sad. Remember beaches? Yeah, super- I, uh, I think it's weird when you watch a movie in the helmet that's a tearjerker yeah. because to simulate that, it literally sticks a little hose into your tear ducts and just sort of sucks them out it's not it's it's not not like you can control it but uh it should be it's like if it feels like you know you should be uh crying right now and it just sort of hoses you down there um yeah this movie is a little weird i mean she sort of goes on like a the daughter in this movie is like your main character she sort of she has to take care Penelope, of this bird. Penelope, Penelope. Is the name. Yeah. So Penelope has to take care of like this bird, right? And she sort of goes on this like soul searching journey along the way because, yeah. like, you know, spoiler alert: the bird gets loose at one point, and she sort of has to chase it around. And she meets all sorts of like colorful characters who teach her like yeah. life lessons along the way. And it's it's weird. The thing is that that I didn't expect was that like. The the bird the bird kind of rep- the bird's name is C- compassion by yeah. the way and it's a it's a it's a uh, parrot which is uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. which I is a gross it. a gross loud bird no I mean here's the thing <laughs> I don't like birds at all because I think they're weird and I think anybody who has birds That's is weird, a fucking psychopath you've always reminded me of like a big bird. That's, I mean, I get that, but I'm saying, like, if you own a bird, I, as a I pet, sort of think of myself as the Snuffleupagus to your Big Bird. In that yeah, I'm can, only that imaginary sense. and no one else can see me. <laughs> right. No, I can see. I I can see you. <laughs> I know you can see me, and I can because see you. Because you're Joker. in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better intro to this. Damn it, let's start this. We can over. go back. We can go back. Uh, Get no, back. We, we can. can do that whole thing again. No, I don't I don't ever want to bring Detractor back. I feel like he pulls away from the made up movies thing we do. Yeah, somehow. he detracts a little bit. It's almost like yeah. his namesake. Yeah. I don't I don't um, follow that. Would part. you say would you say that people who own birds are not psychopaths? You know, I will tell an actual real life story aside from that amazing me driving through go-kart sparks that happened yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty years ago. It was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, like Megan jumped over a curb and I shot through the <laughs> Nobody sparks. knows that who that so is. Crazy. Nobody knows who the That's fuck you're cool. talking. <laughs> Let's just say, you know, she's she's a married woman right now and has uh-huh. I think two kids. Still a babe. Still okay. total babe. All right. All right. Tell your story. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. 
Just saying. Okay, sometimes tell your those, story. I'm just saying, sometimes those high school crushes paid off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and they're still going. Sometimes they're still going, even when they're married with kids and you don't, I don't seem to care. I don't think that's relevant. I mean, I don't think it's very relevant. I think Megan's you're being conservative values to your me. Pocket. Jeez. All right. So, look, what happened was, I think her and Brad collided in the go-karts. And they <laughs> no, sh- the bird story. Oh, the bird, oh story. the bird story. All right. So I was dating this girl and, um, you know, date was going pretty well on the first date. She cried a lot, but that's, uh-huh. that's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. That's part, of, that's part of a true story. She was yeah. going through a depressive episode and cool. Uh, I had to, I'm a notoriously good date, by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good at, uh, opening myself up on a first date. I get really concerned about is the other person having a good time or not. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, I go above and beyond to make sure that person has a good time. And sure. it's only at like 75 to 85% through the date that I realize that I'm not having a good time mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, my anxiety has controlled me and forced me to worry about them the entire time. So they have a great time. And I'm like, Oh, I just made this person I'm not interested in to fall in love with me. Great. Yeah. Good plan, Matt. Um, so anyway, I went out with this girl and. She was super depressed, uh, but she, I cheered her up a little bit, but she, she was going through a lot. Like she had reasons to be depressed. There was a lot of hard stuff going on with her family. And, and so she, she like wept openly, like while, while cuddling me, she like wept on our first date and she, and, and so we didn't hang out for a while. And then the next time we hung out, she's like, wow, I can't believe you called me again. I cried a lot on our first date. <laughs> And I told she's like I talked to my therapist about it and she she's like she's like that guy called you again but he, he you cried on the first date <laughs> like the therapist was like uh like castigating her for being a first date crier like it wasn't by fault she was like yeah. on her own against her own client on it um it was it was bizarre and so I was like I was like yeah I mean she wasn't that you know but she was going through a bad time maybe it'll be Better this time. Anyway, we hang out with some friends of hers, um, and her friend has, like, this, like, parakeet. Yeah. Um, and, like, one of those little ones, like, the kind that the guy rips the head off of in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty so, bird. It's a pretty, pretty bird. bird. And so, I'm like, I haven't spent a lot of time around birds, I think, since I was yeah. a kid. And my friend had some zebra finches. And, uh, I, I was like, I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of ex- bird experience. I like birds. I like bird watching, but like, sure. I don't know a lot of, a lot of bird stuff. And so I was like, well, this will be a nice friendly bird. And so, you know, it's like, it's like a household bird, right? It flies yeah, around the it's house. It's a friendly bird. Of course it is. And it like, it just latches onto my thumb yeah. in a way like a fucking fiddler crab just like pinches. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, is this normal? Am I supposed to enjoy it? Is this like, I don't know birds well enough to be like, do I just like survive this? And then it's like, pretty okay, bird. you're pretty cool. Bird. You're cool. You survived my first test. And she, and she, and the bird's owner's like, wow, she does not do that normally. She really hates you. but then the bird's just like on the woman's shoulder as she's like making us dinner and is like (laughs) like eyeing me it's like a parrot i'm getting uh, getting mad hearing this story it's almost like it's almost like birds used to be dinosaurs and they don't make good pets (laughs) you really hate birds i just don't like birds i was that way for a long time um i think what broke it for me is i think i was at it was at like a maybe the San Diego Zoo, maybe, and you know those big shoebill like stork birds that are like giant and gray. They're like four yeah. feet tall and have a sure. giant duck bill. I like walked by one of those, and it really was like a dinosaur. And I was so shocked and by how docile and interesting it was that I was like, you know what? Maybe birds are interesting. Like I don't, I don't dislike close. birds. I like dislike birds as pets. I think it's, I think it's right oh, there with wow. ferrets. Ferrets are so gross. And if you I have like, a ferret, you're a weirdo. I like ferrets as an idea. No, but they're like, so mean, and they stink, and they'll bite you. 
Yeah, I mean that's all. Everything you're saying is just Meowth, really. <laughs> yeah, I but can't. Meowth is a cute little kitty cat. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like fifty percent of the time, Meowth is not terrible, and that's it's like an abusive relationship where it's just like <laughs> you keep coming back because she's so little and cute. <laughs> yeah, it's just like okay, she'll curl up on top of me, and I'll be like, okay, I don't really want my legs to be stuck in this position, but I guess they are stuck. At the in same that. time, at least you're not a bird sitting on my lap. I kind of like, I've always liked the idea of having a parrot. So like, the idea, but they All don't right, make well. having a parrot seem fun in this movie. It seems like. Well, the thing is, it's like hassle. a lot of it is weird because like the parrot is like, because parrots can talk. She has all these cryptic messages from her mother, which <laughs> yeah, I thought was like. Yeah. So she's like sort a, of solving a mystery because. Yeah. The bird can talk, but it can only repeat pat phrases. But as right. the bird revisits locations from the mother's life. Yeah. It begins to remember certain things. So the bird is trying to retrace the steps, I guess the flight pattern. I don't know. Do birds have steps? Uh, birds that dance. Birds Definitely can walk. Have steps. They got legs. Unless you take off their legs so they can't get away. I have legs, Greg. Can you milk me? Love that movie. Um, but, uh, I'm a bird, Greg. Can you fly away home? <laughs> hey, Forrest, I want you to pray that I'm a bird. Uh, so you'll, I can fly, fly, fly far away. Can't sit here. You can sit here if you like. She was the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen. And then you died, Jenny. You can see Tom Hanks' penis in that movie. Speaking of Tom Hanks' penis, uh, he plays a big fat man in, uh, in Elvis, which is out. So, oh yeah, he plays a big fat man with a very strange I, accent. It's I've heard, of, uh, I've heard that that's his first movie in a while where he's playing something that's just like everyone's like, "Why did you do this?" <laughs> normally, <laughs> normally you're so lovely. Why did you make any of these choices? I guess everybody gets one. He gets bored, man. He doesn't want to be a hero yeah. all the time. <laughs> I'm tired of playing Walt Disney. who's normal. I want to play him crazy drunk, <laughs> like what the real Walt drunk Disney? all the time. <laughs> He probably was drunk uh, all the time, let's be honest. Walt Disney? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He definitely was, based on what I've heard. Um, so, basically... You don't get that hate-filled sober. <laughs> he wasn't hate-filled. Oh, he just didn't care so. for uh, certain, certain groups. types. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've, I've heard a lot back on and forth on that before we get back on topic. I've heard a lot of back and forth on that very subject, like how much truth is there to that old Simpsons gag that he was oh, yeah, like... Yeah like a nazi sympathizer or something like yeah. that uh and i don't know how much is true but i didn't know he was like anti-union and did apparently make a lot of like stereotypes <laughs> about the well, of course he was anti-union he's made he's oh he's he's rich everybody <laughs> was rich uh not elon though he's cool <laughs> he's yeah cool. he's we already, cool we already Old went over twitter why he's cool. ass elon he's cool and, as fuck. He loves bezos you. bezos loves them he loves he them. loves he them he doesn't want to bust those jug up. of piss with every union busted that's what he he's gives fucking, you he's fucking guys. Um, anyway back up back to the birds back to the birds so that's the bird's the birds. name is compassion it's a parrot um but like what's weird about this movie to me is that the her the daughter's name is penelope the mom's name is Sandra, I want to say. Yeah, Sandra. And so Sandra is, we're, we're starting to like meet these people who knew uh, the mom uh, yeah. in while she was alive. And what we learn is that the mom wasn't always a great person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she made a lot of mistakes. Her mom was, you know, speaking of the Forrest Gump connection, her mom was a little bit of a Jenny. Just A bit like, of a Jenny. A bit of a Jenny, yeah. yeah. Like, like floating in and out of people's lives and being yeah. <laughs> like a less murderous version of amazing Amy from gone girl, <laughs> just yeah. flit flitting in and out of people's lives and, uh, being, uh, you know, a bit of a bear as you often say, a bit of a I bear. But the, the thing is, it's like, these people all seem to have sort of like, as much as a bear, like as, as bearish as she was, it was like, they all seem to like, sort of like love the time they had together yeah true. no it's it's all it's always the same thing it's like ah she stole five thousand dollars from me and i'll never forget her and i'll never forget her <laughs> the way oh, okay. she made me smile that's just the way it is when you meet a fairy lady like that she's like the the original manic pixie dream girl who flitted yeah, exactly. in and out of their well, lives cause sarah because sarah and penelope are kind of like uh what is it they don't see each other what's that word they are they're estranged 
Yeah, they're sort of estranged before, and it's like she like, right, sort of right, like, yeah, because her mom's her mom is like super negligent and is like still carrying this sort of like uh free spirit vibe to its natural extent so she was like not she was like there but not really there like half right. out the door almost all well, the because, time it's because her because she left penelope with her dad who was a moron just yeah. like hilly joe but, osmond no, i'm just the, kidding <laughs> wait what oh oh i see you're making another forest gump i thought you were saying uh Haley joel was a moron i'm like really i never no. heard that Haley joe start that cool i'm saying his He's dad kidding. forest gump uh, <laughs> no, but her dad, so her dad is, uh, her dad, Darren, is, like, a real moron in this movie. Yeah, he actually he's, is really stupid. He's, like, a very, like, the opposite. He's one of these, like, straight-laced dudes who, like, would easily get intoxicated by Sandra and her, like, flitting around the country. Right. But he's right. very, like... Again, nerdy, big glasses, like perfectly slicked hair. He looks like she a, seems so worldly to him, and really, he's just like right. She's the kind of person who could just you know slide into a bar and seduce this guy that, with a smile, kind yeah. of thing. And she's magic to him, and he he, he she he, she kind of uses him as home base of operations, just like swings right. in. Is like is just there suddenly cooking dinner for the family like she'd been there all the time, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's just like, "Oh look, happy surprise for your birthday, your mom's home," and she's like, "I got you a parrot." <laughs> it's like, uh, like she gets her this parrot, and it's this big imposition because. It's like a birthday present, but again, it's a fucking parrot, so it's like this huge... Here's this pr- thing you have to take care of for the rest of its life. For a hundred years. A hundred years, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, the dad is just like, so whipped, in a way, to this woman who's not even around. So he doesn't even have to, like, do anything for her, but he's just so enamored with her, like everybody is with Sandra. And Penelope's just, like, fed up. And yeah. she... She in this early scene, she's like basically when her mom just randomly shows up because it's like it sort of starts off that her mom is out of the picture for like almost a year, I think at this point. Right. Well, and she. I think Penelope knows that her mom is sick or whatever, but she doesn't like. It's the still, last like, she time. The last she time she left, she's like, "I've got, I've got a real sickness or something like that." She yeah, hints that she has some vague. sort of cancer. But she doesn't specify something, like, real bad. She's going to go somewhere where she can get some treatment. And she thinks... She doesn't know how long she'll be on. She never knows. And and so Sandra just sort of leaves. And a part of her wonders, you know, is mom already dead? Was the... Or is she just gone forever? And is the cancer thing just another lie to get her out the door while she's out meeting new guys and, you know, cheating on her father? Although, I don't know if it's clear whether... Uh, they're actually married or not. Uh, I, it seems Darren like he's like, it seems like he's proposed like 90 times and she always is like, uh, well, yeah. yeah, next time. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you and your proposals. You and like, your proposals. <laughs> She's just collecting rings. I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's like, she doesn't believe in that kind of thing. She's like got yeah. some Dharma. And She's gray such a free weirdness. spirit that any sort of like society thing stresses her. Right, out. right. And, but she, it's like, I don't even know how much she believes in that. As opposed to just uses that as an excuse to yeah. get away with whatever yeah, she I mean, wants to do. it's just her excuse to be a shitty person, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of what being a free spirit is, too. Yeah. Why do you need yeah. all those, like, doctors and medicine where you can just <laughs> let Mother Earth be your own vaccine? Oh, you okay, know? what? That doesn't... I'm uh... just gonna go to Coachella and all the, the, you know, the group consciousness will, you know, free the germs from my body while I'm listening that's not, to... It's not a thing. You're not saying anything. <laughs> and I'm not saying anything because my ears are open and I'm listening to the colors of no, the No, I'm wind, saying you're literally baby. not saying you're saying words, but they mean nothing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, man, maybe it's the world that's buzzing, buzzing, buzzing in your ear with this social media. Oh, fucking stop doing Molly. You got to stop doing so much Molly. Uh, I met a chick named Molly at a bar in San Francisco. Let me tell you, she had a tongue ring and she knew how to listen, if you know what I mean. I, she, she was good at sex? I don't understand what you're saying. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 
That's what I meant. <laughs> cool. You made cool, it. Cool, See, cool. that's your problem, bruh. You made explicit yeah. what I make implicit. I, I am like the this world character mother. more than Retractor, if I'm Retractor, hide your name, hide them online. Unplug him! Unplug him! He's not plugged in. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I hit his reserve power switch. I'm He's sorry like Siri. That. You say his name and he turns on. I didn't realize that. I am Siri. I can turn on again. Didn't say I don't know how he's Your name's doing not this. Siri. I'm just going to remove his head gently. Yeah. Oh. Whoa, Jesus. Okay. You can just unscrew it. He's sort of like an IKEA in yeah, that way. It wasn't so bad. Oh, I'm sorry about uh, that. He really distracts uh, from the show. <laughs> he's a bit of a detractor from the real point of the show, which is well, he's this actually lady he's actually a distractor her... model detractor. Oh, uh, distractor detractor. That makes sense. Yeah, he's like Inspector Detector, but he doesn't suspect foul play. You know, in that way, <laughs> he doesn't really do anything except yell. I don't know. I feel like. <laughs> Go on Kolar's Twitter at Mike Kolar and, and do the poll. <laughs> Which is our loudest character? If you can decide who is loudest, uh, then Kolar will give you some prizes. I He'll let you stay I at his apartment. Nothing to, nothing to give. I have nothing to give. He will let you <laughs> cradle his uh, life-size Choma beat-up sex dummy. Uh, mm, and uh, You don't want to cradle that thing. It is uh, stinky. And and please let us know if you want to hear more stories from high school and hear me reference more people you don't know from Walsh <laughs> Jesuit High like School and Kyoto joke Falls. References. If you want to hear me talk about Mr. David Banks, uh, the musical theater director. If you want to hear me talk about Neil Paul, our close friend, the third member of the, the- Three Amigos, who is now an accomplished psychologist i want to say psychologist psychologist i mean he got his doctorate right he was working on that for a long time and he does oh man how much can i get into his work with that (laughs) well Well, he's doing important as your as as his patient you should be able to to talk Uh, and sarah his wife is a scientist (laughs) stop i'm just i feel like if i don't mention her that's rude you got to mention uh, everyone you've ever met on the show, uh, right? Speaking of Neil Paul, he invited me to go see uh, Craig Finn solo next week. Oh! And I, and, I, and I can't because I have to work. So uh, that sucks. I wish I was... Here it is. I, was, I, was, I wish I could... Uh, whatever. Craig I'm, Finn, lead singer of The Hold Steady. The Hold Steady, great band. If you like great barroom band. rock, listen to Craig Finn. Solo album, Hold Steady, or Lifter Polar, or any of his stuff. Real fun stuff. Oh, I just, I actually really want to shout this out right now because I texted Neil about this recently. This is uh-huh. real off Still the air Still talking stuff. about Neil, huh? Okay, let's go. Real, real off the air stuff, but I want you to listen to this. Here we go. Here, Are you here's playing how, something? Uh, yeah, you gotta listen Uh-oh. to this song. Are you gonna uh, play a whole song? Oh, yeah, you can't hear that shit, but I can't uh, hear it's anything. not working. But uh, if you if you want some hold steady ass music, I recommend the new album Boat Songs by M J Lenderman. It feels. Were you like- about to play a whole song on our podcast? <laughs> I was gonna try to play a snippet of it so you could hear it, but okay. uh, apparently I can't with this audio setup. Anyway, back to the film and talking about <laughs> people from high school. If you like that, go to at Mike Kolar. Uh, oh if you God. don't like it, talk to me at, at Made Up Movies Pod. <laughs> Submit a movie. You know, you know how it is. I'm anyway, treat you so hard because i hate it <laughs> you love neil though don't don't act like you i know neil. i love him i love him so much um okay so people from high school very important brad long steve y sample dom King, <laughs> the dolly rebels hold steady all great american rock bands uh, i'm gonna be detractor uh i know you wanted to be but we decided <laughs> <laughs> look What's important is uh, that we get back to this movie about the, the bird. The bird compassion. is named Compassion. When the her mother shows compassion. up, she takes the bird with her because she says, I don't want your fucking bird. Well, she doesn't say that because she's a, like a kid, but she essentially says, this is not a good pet for a child. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. She doesn't get, she, the mom brings the bird as uh uh, a gift for her when she uh, she just sort of like randomly shows up that's what i wanted to say okay yeah. so penelope 
her life is going actually pretty well. She's like, what, at the end of high school or like about to go? It's sort of like a coming of age thing for her, right? Well, she, yeah, she's at the end of high school. Yeah, it's like a uh, 17 or 18 she, or something. Yeah, she's about to go to, she's like getting ready to go to college or whatever. Right, or deciding what she's going to do with her life right. basically right, right, after right. high school. Is she going to take a year off? Is she going to go to college? Is she going to stay right. with her boyfriend? Right, and know. she kind of wants to take a, uh, uh, a leap year. Is yeah, that, that's right. Uh, what are they but, called in England? Uh, uh, Rumspring, I believe. Yeah, Rumspring. That's right. So she wants to become an Amish. No, she, she wants to be Amish because she <laughs> loves butter. And who doesn't? She loves to churn that butter, if you know what yeah. I mean. Um, she's a total mm-hmm. churn that butter face, if you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's actually a very she's a very attractive actress. Seventeen year old. Wow. Does Babs, your she, fiance, she's playing know about a seventeen year old? She's not. No, no actress who plays a high school is actually that old. That's that's like a nineties joke from Dawson's Creek. They don't do that it's, shit anymore. They still do that shit. Uh, all right, whatever. We're not going to talk about movies. Look, only I have watched Euphoria. You have not seen Euphoria. Those kids are all 14. If you've jacked off to any of them, you are sick. (laughs) No, they're not. They're old. This is nothing like when I get turned on playing games like Persona, because in that game, I'm the one in high school, so it's cool. That is a little weird. I, I never thought about that. There's a lot of sexual uh, let's not focus that on. That's why I always play the high schooler who dates the teacher. That way, it's normal. Oh yeah, and then your teacher works at like a spa or something. <laughs> it's such a weird game. Her name's Becky. Shout out to my friend Becky too. Unrelated. It's such a weird game. Miss <laughs> Kawakami. I actually, this is a true story. I got a a keychain. I'm gonna hold it up to the mic so you can hear the keychain. Oh, that sounds like a good keychain. Oh. Oh, guess who else gave me a really good keychain, by the way? I don't want to know. Mike Kolar. It says Bort from Krusty Land. Oh, yeah, that's a good keychain. keychain. (laughs) Kolar got me a Simpsons Krusty Land keychain, a Bort keychain from uh, last time I think he went to Universal Studios, or way back, one of the times he went. Um, I I appreciate it. I just found it again. It fell off at some point, but I just reattached it. The original one. Where are all the Bort license plates? So I recently got a uh, a Miss Kawakami slash Becky the Maid from Persona keychain. It's a big rubbery keychain to support my Kawakami lust. How, uh, how big is it? It's surprisingly big. I mean, you know, okay, size wise, you it know an how big. Figure? It's no because it's not it's not three dimensional. It's mm, it's like okay. it's it's flat like the Bort license plate, but it is about one point five times the size of the. <laughs> Of the board license plate. Just weighing down your pants when you sort of, but it's like, it feels like, it feels like you want to take a bite of it. It feels like a big rubber (laughs) gummy. Like, I'm sure it'll fall apart soon, but it feels like a color form almost. It's like so big and rubbery. It's like great. That's funny. Um, anyway, back to this movie. Uh, (laughs) we might have to go long on this one because we've really said nothing that happened. Nah, nah, nah. We said a lot. We said a lot. Uh, okay, let's get back to the basics. Megan Austin, Sparks shooting, uh, so, Dolly Rebels, teaching Megan. Oh my god. They, uh... Okay, so, <laughs> so, Penelope's life is going pretty well. That's basically what I want to say. She's starting yeah. to talk to a guy who she kind of likes. She's starting to feel like, hey, maybe I'm, like, growing up. So she had this chip on her shoulder about her mom and just, like, was, like, a petulant teenager and was just like, oh, my mom ruins everything. I'll never have a good life because of my mom. But, like, as she's getting older in high school, she's like, she's like, that's this regular guy. Uh, uh, and, and she, this is, like, her boyfriend. I, I couldn't tell. Are they official or are they just sort of, like, on the cusp? It's that high school thing. Yeah. So it's like. They hang out know. a lot. And I think they've made they out. They hang out a lot. And. It's like that best friend in high school thing. It's like, will they, won't they? Uh, yeah. Probably, it's probably, a little yeah. bit. But he's pretty hunky, too. He's like, yeah. sort of like... He's a real Nate Jacobs from Euphoria. <laughs> I mean, I was like, is that someone from Walsh? I have to think. Like, <laughs> he wishes. He wishes like, he went to Walsh. He's uh, like, kick my ass, because he's a real jerk. <laughs> so, he uh, he's like encouraging her to, you know, do what she wants. But... Uh, and, and it's like that thing where they're going to different schools or whatever. And it's right. like, well, she hasn't like completely made, she's like, Oh yeah. Well, he's definitely going to school and she doesn't know what she wants. Exactly. To do. She's sort of like, yeah. and I think her heart is like in that teen lovey dovey state where she's like, yeah, well, I could settle down. But then she's like, do I want to be boring? Like my dad? 
or right. and then when she talks to her dad about it she's like trying to have a heart to heart with him about like you know i'm not sure because like i don't i don't know what i want to do i kind of feel like i've been in the small town my whole life i don't well, his her dad is like such a sad sack about his mom it's like dude he treat she treated you like shit and it's like he never like let her go and like has moved on so i think but, that's part but of like it he do, he never he's a sad sack who has all these like feelings inside him that he just takes out on Penelope it feels like and not yeah. in an angry way but in this like annoying passive aggressive way where he's like right he's like well if you're gonna take some time off you know you might just end up like your mother just drifting from right. place to place so, like, well I'm sorry useless. she broke your heart but you knew what you were getting into she, like you knew who she was and he, he like flips on a dime right because she's like he's yeah. like well if you hate her so much why didn't you leave her why didn't you ever the guts to stand up to her and he's like that's your mother you're talking about show some <laughs> yeah, respect like you're being such a contradictory asshole right. he's just <laughs> such a he's like one of those dudes who's just like needs therapy so bad and has never gone just won't do it nah, it's not gonna get it he's just not gonna get it because he just sees Stupid. the problems in his, his daughter and he's just like i'm gonna pretend that i can fix you even though i can't fix myself kind right. of guy right um and so she's kind of fed up and uh at this point um I guess I'm jumping around a little bit because like she uh she gets the parrot, right? And uh, Well, it's like literally the only thing her mother left her. Right. And it's like right. But I'm trying to figure out the timeline exactly because this all happens super fast in the goggles. You got to remember. Well, they have a lot of, and they also have a lot of like flashbacks, like with the parent, like when the parent oh, says something. Oh, right. Because in the beginning, yeah. there's that sequence where she's cooking yeah. for them and is like, hey, I got you a parrot. And I'm in my head that happens concurrently, but it isn't. Right. We don't see the mother while she's alive in the timeline. Like that, the movie right, is right, taking right. place. We only see the mom alive during the flashbacks, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. Exactly. So she's flashing back to her mom and is like, "Hey, I got you this parrot." And then it goes to the scene where they're in the car, and she's like, "I don't even want this fucking parrot. I don't even want it." You just <laughs> yeah, the bird's just going crazy in the car, like <laughs> squawking and shitting. Right. And she's like, "That's yours. That's yours to keep." And like, fine, it's your fine, pet. whatever. I'm just gonna let it die, just like you let our relationship die. And her mom yeah. drives away. But the parrot flies after the mom's car. And so she's yeah. like, hey, wait. And she's like, fine, whatever. And so she, that's, that's I when. I think part of it was like Sandra liked having a parrot because it was like one more weird, like it's like now she's like kind of like a pirate. So it's like. Well, I think she the probably parrot it. loved her for whatever reason. I'm sure that like. I mean, that's the metaphor. But I'm saying in reality, I think she liked it because it made her seem a little more quirky. I think anything that made her seem oh. quirky, she liked. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, that's not But I think, like, to her, it's like, oh, this represents my daughter. But in actuality, it's like, this is just one more... I'm saying Sandra's not a good person as well. I agree. But in my... I guess in my... She made some implication... Well, we find out this this later of where the parrot came from. Like, way, way later in the movie where they're sort of, like, on this road trip. She's sort of following the parrot around, trying to cage it in a cat carrier, which is, like, I don't think appropriate or whatever, but, like... No, that's cat carriers for cats or maybe, like, a small dog, but not a... If you hold it vertical, it could fit a parrot. (laughs) You're actually not wrong. All right, I take it back. I don't think that's... It'd still be comfortable for a parrot, but I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Make sure the door's closed. We find out later that, like, the parrot was like the mascot in some weird way of this like yeah. animal fight club thing in Florida yeah. where it's like pit bulls and stuff that well it's I should I should clarify they listen to Pitbull their boss is a guy who looks like Pitbull and they they fight pit bulls against each other so there's a lot of pit bull action right. going on in this like arena but like it belonged yeah. to this dude who abused it and made it fight other parrots in this thing right. as like there was like a parrot cockfighting thing which is yeah. you know parrots are as much as i hate birds i don't want to see them fight each other that's not well fun. there was that owl that killed that staircase lady so we should right should well yeah, yeah but that's uh you know that was you know also the husband it was clearly the husband well i mean i don't know if she would want to marry an owl that's a little bit of a strange because he did it to his previous wife too so well you know, it was there's just a him. lot of owls in the area 
So I I do love the cat. I love that theory so much. It's so great. It's so funny. Do you think? Well, okay, we're talking about the HBO documentary, or I'm sorry, the Netflix documentary. It was originally a different documentary, but Netflix bought it. It was on Netflix, and then it was then they made an HBO show. Right, right, right. There's a new HBO show called The Staircase. If you haven't seen it, it's a really great thing. Just just go watch that. Uh, we were joking about that, but there is a theory that because they found like owl feathers yeah, in the yeah, wound yeah. Uh, of, yeah. of the the way this woman died, that you know that an owl actually attacked her. A murderous owl snuck in and, and then snuck out. The, the theory was that like as she was like coming back from the pool, an owl attacked yeah. her. She was so startled that she made no sound, thus not alerting yeah. the husband. Then tried to crawl <laughs> up the stairs. To get the uh the the F, you know owl anti owl first aid spray and the anti owl gun I guess and then yeah. happened to make you know a series of splatters along the staircase that, that, that <laughs> the just, most violent staircase God damn I keep falling and hitting my head seen. against the stairwell because of this darn owl attack you know what when I'm saying it it makes less sense it doesn't to. seem like a good it's like it's just the guy it's just it's fucking yeah, the husband but Come he on. seems so nice. He's such a he does. Nice That's the thing. Guy. He's such a weirdo, and he's so soft-spoken and weird that it's like you, you trust him. You it's know such he's a, such good a weird because thing. he started dating one of the documentarians, and who would do that uh, if they didn't want to help tell the narrative? Correctly? It's never. It's never the husband or the spouse in a murder. It's always ninety nine percent of the time. It's, never, it's always a nefarious guy with a mustache. <laughs> or a serial killer or an owl that's all it is yeah or or it's a cop uh who uh, uses his cop knowledge to stack plates on the husband's back while he makes love to the wife um that's a really fucked up one too golden state killer crazy yeah golden state killer's fucked up pretty cool also if you if you like true crime uh and you don't just listen to our podcast because we're a true crime podcast so it's fine but like um (laughs) You gotta listen to that Michelle McNamara audiobook. It's so fucking good. Um, okay. Um, so back to the story. But anyway, the, what I'm trying to say is that the parrot was abused because it was in this like parrot yeah. cockfighting thing. And so she stole the parrot because she felt bad for it because it was abused. Yeah, San- which is actually Sandra like a pretty did. nice thing to do. But also right, it's like, she, why are you at that place in the first place? But she was nice because she, she had, um, uh, like commitment issues because again, like you're saying, she liked, the fact that it was all part of her crazy adventures. Like, she traveled she from being place a manic to place. Girl. Right. And she, she floated from place to place. And again, uh, the daughter is learning this as she visits these places and meets these people. Right. And, like, the the thing is that the... the it's, it's not clear to me. This is... Okay, I, I want to know what you think about this. Because in my head, she didn't take care of the parrot so much as that the parrot was emotionally indebted to her because she saved it from this terrible life and just like fed it whatever cheetos or whatever bullshit she had around right and like i mean she didn't uh yeah like you said she didn't care if, like she didn't take good care of the parrot but because i don't think she was a good the parrot, parrot was, mom but like i think the parrent no, loved but she her. wasn't a good she wasn't a good regular mom either exactly so it's like yeah. do you think that she Okay, this is this is really psychoanalyzing the character of Sam yeah. a little bit, but so she tries to pass the parrot, which has been she's been nurturing. We sort of like weirdly flash back to what the mom was doing with the parrot after she rescued it initially, and like right. Sandra was like stuck, like sort of having a long weekend with herself and the parrot drinking tequila in this hotel room, and it looks like fucking. Uh, uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas hotel room, just so completely like I don't know. If well, she... you know, parrot heads are notoriously terrible, uh, <laughs> terrible people. She's a Buffett. She's a Buffett fan. She's drinking away again. Yeah, and they're uh, they're the worst customers. Is, is that's a real thing? You can look it up. <laughs> no, no, they're they cool. get drunk and they're entitled, and everybody hates them. But Jimmy Buffett's cool, so it's fine. <laughs> There's I'm, a, I w- I'm not joking. They they actually are. I, well, you're the bartender. Like, so ask anybody know. in the service industry who served a parrot head. How do you tell if someone's a parrot head just by their behavior? Or because by the they Hawaiian get shirt? super drunk. They're su- I mean, imagine a super drunk, super entitled boomer. That's what it is. And it's like they're just getting as drunk as possible. But they also have never been told no in their entire life. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're out of that. No, where do you get off? <laughs> no, you're I'm- not. Get it for me. And then they just make a mess. I guess apparently. So. 
Uh, have you ever had? Which to is insane because Jimmy Buffett's like the coolest guy in the world. So I don't even know what to say. Yeah, exactly. They use his music of chillness to inspire their it's own. Like, it's like it's like any like fish or like grateful. It's like they just use it as an excuse to be a shitty person, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they're not making music; they're just following. They're like, chill as fuck, so I guess I am too, man. Just don't it's get like, in the no way of them being chill as fuck because you're fucked. And I think that parrot head <laughs> mentality is a little bit of Sandra, right? Yeah, it's a little totally. bit of like because when she gets called out on her bullshit by anyone, she just leaves. Like whether it's yeah, her daughter, exactly. she cannot be called out. She can't She's be like, called well, out because it's like anyone who notices her wrongdoing, and I think that's why the dad never did. Is because he either yeah. realized that early or just picked up on it uh, because he was just like, you know, she'll leave eventually, but I want to prolong her, you know, being around me. He doesn't he doesn't want her to go, but he knows he's going to she's going to go. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? You can't, you can't capture you can't the, the wind, cage baby. bird. Uh, whatever. The, whatever the saying is. <laughs> I know why the cage bird sings. <laughs> yeah. The cage bird sings Margaritaville. Yeah. <laughs> That was and the working title for this movie. I know why the Cajun bird sings Margarita. <laughs> Thank you, Maya Angelou. Because they're drunk and they don't want to be here. They want to be on an island somewhere. <laughs> or on a boat without shoes. Um so there is a boat later in this movie. Well, there's not really a well, there's a guy who owns a boat who she was like a right. yacht club guy that He kind of looks like Jimmy Buffett if I'm if I'm if Yeah, I recall. he kind of does. Well, she just sort of has Sandra had this like vibe for like weird down on their luck dudes who knew she knew she yeah. could take advantage of her, take them for a ride yeah, and yeah, get her yeah. next drink. She seems like Sandra is a raging alcoholic is one of her problems. She is. She's a terrible alcoholic, I think and I think that's like I think that becomes very clear. So I think that's a supposed liver to be thing. thing. It's like, not completely explained. So that's all right. We're telling this out of sequence, but it's like how Jenny has AIDS. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, she kept injecting she AIDS does. into her arm, and then she died. Have you seen how much AIDS. she's uh, been around town? Yeah, I know. I know she does. Um. So basically. As Penelope's life is is like about to be at this point where it's like I think she's finally deciding whether she's got this guy who says he'll wait for her, even if she does take you know some time off or travel around. He's like, my heart's set on right. you, like, and it's unclear. I mean, they're young love. Maybe that'll wash up, or maybe it won't. Maybe she'll meet other guys. Well, it's on also the road. it also sort of like mirrors her and her dad, her mom and her dad's like relationships. Where I think. Scares oh her my a god, bit. you're right. He's yeah. the steady dude who will be there for her. Is she going to yeah, become the washout who's just going to float away like a feather? But I don't think that necessarily is like he's, you don't know. Like, right, like right. There is a parallel there. I think it's is. like yeah. the writer is like there's a parallel there. But I don't yeah. know if it's it's. I think that's one of those things that's making her freak out because she doesn't want right, to be right, like right. either exactly. of them because she yeah. wants to be like adventurous like her mom, but a more definitely more reliable. Then. Maybe drink a little less on her adventure. <laughs> right. And also, like, I think that's what the parrot represents is that, like, it's the only thing she has of her mom. She's going to take better care of this thing. She's not going to give up on this parrot the way her mom yeah. seemingly gave up on her so many times. Right. But the parrot exactly. just wants to relive these adventures. And it's like, in in a spiritual way, the parrot wants to guide, wants her to come to better understanding of what her mom was doing all those times. Right. And to see the yeah. full breadth of everything that was happening with her mom's life while she was away. But in a very more practical, this is a movie sense, the parrot is a dick who just keeps escaping. <laughs> he is like an escape yeah. artist. Yeah, it's very much, a very much also is like her mom who like, you know, the parrot, the parrot is like the dog who picks up its master's bad traits. Yeah. And so the yeah, parrot yeah, is like exactly. literally pouring itself uh, caps of tequila. By just yeah. like dripping, knocking over bottles, pouring tequila into a cap and drinking it and like carrying the cap around and like getting drunk and like and pooping all over hotel bathtubs. Like, and it knows the whole like it sings the whole Margarita yeah, song at does. some point. There's a lot like, of Buffett in this movie and the parrot yeah. sings along. And that's actually one of the sweet moments towards the end of the movie when they're coming back after she's had this journey and the parrot has grown to respect. Because that's like another thing. She's growing the whole way. She's going from being like the the scared kid who's 
afraid to talk to a stranger to this girl who's met like every stranger her mother's ever banged basically yeah exactly. (laughs) and is like all of her surrogate pseudo fathers and all of them are like you're her daughter oh man like they're freaking out like she never said you you know but it like it like unlocks some key piece but at well the thing is she did talk about like that's that's what's so nice is like she always talked about you but it's like you were never like it's it's a little weird because like she was never there like so it's like she's just making up these stories about her daughter well, uh, to these strangers. Well, also it's like, yeah, and like well, all the stories are from when she was most there when the daughter was young, or when right. the daughter was so young she could just carry her around on her adventures. It's right? like on intervention where it's like they talk about how like oh she's such a cute baby. It's like everybody was a cute fucking baby. They didn't they didn't do drugs then. Well, you know, well, like I in my head it's like all the dads her mom infantilized her and stuff like right. that. And like the key memories are from when she's a baby. So when they see this teenage girl, they're like, Oh, I thought you were six. Oh my God. <laughs> Your mom described you as a child playing with Play-Doh and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, this, you're, you're, yeah. and there's a sequence where she goes out on the boat with this Buffett dude and they're sort of having this like Miami Vice hot ride moment. And like the parrots sailing behind them and stuff yeah. where it's like, she's finally, like, this inadvertently, this journey becomes her leap year, so to speak. Yeah. And she might yeah, go yeah. out into the world and do different things. She's probably going to, it seems like she's definitely going to pack her bags and leave town at the end. But, like, anyway, the the point I, I wanted to make from earlier is that they sing, the parrot is really annoyingly singing Margaritaville <laughs> constantly. Right. I mean, think about movie. a parrot, like, squat, like, every time he talks, it's grating. Which is like ah! I think might sort sort of like it's it's a sad movie, but that sort of takes away from it because ah, I love you. It's like okay, we that's, away again in Margaritaville. It's okay, I can't whistle. But stop like, drinking so much, parrot. Uh, I don't like. It. <laughs> you might say it detracts from the movie a lot. Ah! Yeah, no, don't. I already took his head off. Don't bring up Detractor anymore. Uh, you said Detractor. I didn't. <laughs> I don't even want to wake his head right now. I'll screw, yeah, don't I, wake him up. I'll screw his head back in now, but I'm not going to put him back. I'm just going to screw that. But, okay. So, I, I want to say that there's that nice sequence where throughout the movie, the parents been singing it, and then on the way home as they're driving home, they actually she actually gets a a car that her mom somehow bought or won in like a poker right. game or something. At some point her mom had this car that she just left. I think maybe she was on the run from the cops or something. And like she ends, uh, the daughter ends up with, it's like, so she, her mom did give her something, gives this cool new car or not new, pretty but cool car. Like, yeah. pretty cool car. And she and the parent, like Margaritaville just happens to come on in the radio as they're coming back in this, I guess it's not that rare in a beach town, but like on the radio, but like, the, well, it's just uh, you know, it's it's nice that it comes on at the exact right time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, uh, wait, is it? Am I misreading it that it was the radio, or is it like an eight track in the car or some shit like that? I don't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't. Is think it, it the mom's? I think it was going to play no matter what it was. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was movie magic that it had to play. Yeah. So the bird sings along and she's the daughter sings along for the first time with the two and they do like a duet yeah. her and the parrot um in that moment and i thought i thought that was a really nice moment and you know what i think made me sad about this movie was like whenever there was like the star of a flashback i feel like they played that music from up and i think that's what made me sad <laughs> it did feel like all of her mom's memories took place either at night or at like she just woke up at 4 p.m. and started drinking yeah. again and it's just the sunlight beaming into a hotel room and she's waking up with some dude that she didn't know and like well cuz it was all it was shot really well and i think that's like for me like a lot of movies is just if it's shot well and there's some sad music i'm going to cry no matter what the scene is did should we talk about the um the <laughs> I don't know if it's a Saddle Ranch thing, but it's like definitely felt like Saddle Ranch in L.A. Where it's like the daughter, the mom, he, she, the the parrot flies into this like Wild West saloon bar where yeah. uh, they have one of those like what do you call it? It's like a bucking bronco like ride this thing mechanical yeah, bull, bull thing mechanical bull, yeah. and yeah, mechanical bull. The parrot flies in, and everyone recognizes the parrot and starts pouring yeah. its shots. And she's like, "What are you fucking doing? It's a bird." They go, "Compassion, it's you." It's like, "What? The, how the fuck do they, they know, all this know the bird? parrot?" And it's like, 
And it's, they're like, she's like, that's my parent. Stop getting a truck. It's like, that's not your parent. That's Sandra's. It's like, I'm Sandra's yeah. daughter. And they're like, what? Sandra had a daughter. And they go through the whole thing. And they're like, hey, that's great. Uh, we've been waiting for Sandra to collect her tab all this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, what? <laughs> and, and so she finds out that she's like $1,000 in debt. And like the only yeah, way she has, she, she has run up quite the tab at this point. The only way she can pay off the tab is by winning like the mechanical bull contest that like no yeah. one, no one has been able to, to handle it. And it's actually the moment where she and the birds start bonding because she keeps losing her ballots, but she's, she's so tiny that like the bird keeps helping her ballots by like landing on her arm and hopping around yeah it was and, that was that was a very silly scene but i liked it it was like it was nice it's like oh it was okay. the, one of the sillier things is seeing a bird hop around and like pull it was her by uh, the collar. it was very it was like very disney princessy it's like what why is this animal doing that? <laughs> i think it remembered it's like wow yeah and it's like hey just like her mom it's like what they did this routine yeah. like what is happening um that was pretty crazy Her mom led quite the life yeah and they do all these like close-ups on the bird's talons like a puppet like grabbing her <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like how did they shoot this sequence is this cg what is happening right now this is really weird they what they did is they had a real bird but then they also had a dead bird's claws that they used for close-ups she changes <laughs> yeah they just take a, a dead parrot <laughs> well, so I, I mean, they use real. There was some sort of claws. Either it was a proper, it was a dead bird. No, what they took is a dead muppet, and they took one of those dark crystal muppets, and they took their talons and they used that. They I don't want killed wanna... it. They murdered the <laughs> they dead. Murdered they murdered the, the dark crystal muppet. That's why there's an actual uh, puppeteer's hand inside. <laughs> it's dead. He's a dead parrot. He's uh, dead. <laughs> he's pushing up daisies. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else in this movie that we should cover. I mean, there's... I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's a coming-of-age, like, road movie, basically. Right. And it's she she goes back, and uh, at the end, she's like, her dad is uh, like, where you been? Where you going? And she's like, out. You know, I'll be back when I feel like... She's sort of picked up her mom's vibe, but, like... Right. She seems like she's going to be more confident, more stable. And you get this vibe that like, no matter what life she chooses for herself, she's going to be okay by the end of right. this. And the one, cause she's sort of like, I mean, think about it. She like raised herself already. Like her dad was barely there because he was working or like pissed off at her, her mom. And then her mom wasn't there at all, except to like cook her dinner once in a while on her birthday. I don't think we ever actually mentioned the moment she finds out that her mom is dead. Which happens, of course, like in the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie, which is that oh, yeah, her yeah. life is actually going really well. That's when she's like, I've got these two paths I can choose. And then her mom is dead. Yeah, she had just met with her guidance counselor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. And he's like, well, you could always, you know, he's the one who floats the leap gear idea thing. And it's like, you could always Take go some time off. off. Your grades are good enough to get into Yale or Harvard or any <laughs> of the Ivy League. He's got weird, this weird, like, main accent. <laughs> A lot okay. of history down that road. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, All like right, where? Well, why are you? I guess you can get into any of the Ivy Leagues. Yeah, she's her. like really smart, and although it, she never studies, she never puts any words. She's just like the quintessential. She's just naturally smart yeah. as shit. I think. Yeah. But I guess so is her mom. Like, I think it's like she, her mom was like street smart, but her mom you can't be street smart. Yeah, who being knows? She could have scammed her way into all those colleges with this like conniving yeah. uh, Han Solo rogue gallery, like uh, <laughs> rogue brain. <laughs> Uh, that's what she is. Her mom is the female, Sandra is the female Han Solo. It's just, we're seeing all of the shitty things Han did and all the. And then the, and, and compassion is, is, uh, Chewie. Compassion. That's such a silly name for a bird. Hey, compassion. It doesn't. It's, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. His name should be Buffett or, or shit face or something. Well, the weird thing is the movie's called A Mother's Dove. I'm just realizing that now. So I think it's, I mean, you can't it, say a mother's parrot. So shouldn't it be a, a like a dove? That's the other thing that doesn't make sense about this movie. Is that, doves like, can't talk. Even, they needed a talking bird. Even even on the uh, 
even on the 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 cover art for this movie, I was looking it up. Yeah, on it looks IMDb. like there's doves. On it, it looks like there's a, a silhouette of a dove and then a parrot busting through it. <laughs> you know what? Rock, I mean, rock. Good, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good. Was this a real poster for this movie? I'm trying to think of a good parrot pun, and I can't think of any. Uh, suck my macaque. No, that's. I'll a... parrot keep you in my heart. No, I don't. But even... Then that's a parakeet. Oh, that's, that doesn't work uh... It's not good. It's not good. Mother's dumb is good, but in hell, piece of shit, daughter, (laughs) I hate you. But the okay, so she she finds out her. She comes in. She's like basically like I'm on the top of the world, and she walks in, and her dad's like silently weeping, staring at like a photograph, like a framed photograph. Well, he's drinking scotch, which is I guess I guess he is not the alcoholic that his his her mom. Right, is, it's so like it's like a fresh back. bottle that he's just opened. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "What's happening?" And like yeah. your mom, she finally, she finally flew away. It's like what? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> flew away home. Fly away home. <laughs> Fly away like home. Ducks. Run home, Jack. Run home, Jack, like those ducks. And then they fly away. Uh, there's fucking ducks in the backyard. They're in the pool again. <laughs> <laughs> I just love That's ducks. what you don't get, Dr. Melfi. <laughs> the thing is, psychopaths like babies and animals. And baby That's ducks and parents. <laughs> but, like, she finds out her mom dies and ends like. It's like, no, there's no will or nothing. She, like, left her the parrot, right? But the parrot just shows up. The parrot flies in the window, her bedroom window. And she's like, what the hell? And, like, that's what starts the journey is that she uh, basically, the parrot, she decides she's going to keep the parrot. She goes to the store and they're like, we don't have any parrot cages. We got this cat carrier. And then the parrot flies away and takes her to the first. Like it's it's all it's, yeah. the parrot guides her the whole way. Exactly, which is she's very strict. She's dry, and she switches vehicles a lot in the movie because she has this shitty old yeah. junk car that breaks down. And so then she's hoofing it. At one point, she's like riding a scooter to try to catch up after yeah. the parrot, but because it's so bright red, she can chase after it. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, that's what sets her off on the adventure initially. And I feel like that's the part of the movie we just didn't mention until now. But yeah, yeah, after that, it's really like she goes to, I mean, she first, she starts at, stops at a junkyard to get herself. She rides like a motorcycle in the beginning. It's like Lord of the Rings. It's like, it's the journey. It's yeah. the journey to get to her dead mom's debt. Right. And the bird, of her the dead. bird is like taking you know what her I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She has to throw the bird into Mordor, and then she'll be. Fine. She throws the bird into the volcano. And the bird bites her finger sticks. off like Smeagol and that <laughs> fucking bird on that date that bit my finger. Ugh. Anyway, what would you give this? Uh, what would you give this movie? How many? How many birds would, would you flip this movie? <laughs> I would flip this movie. Flip? Did you say flip? How many birds would I flip? Yeah, you going to flip this movie the bird or not? I would flip this movie five birds. It made me cry, and I don't. Think I there's know a movie that's when made they're me cry during yet. that rodeo sequence in the bar. I was yeah. like, yeah, I couldn't stop crying. I was like, that bird yeah. is helping her balance, just like her mom <laughs> never did. I'm I'm a little less sad that I was Emma now that we talked about. Before. Yeah, I mean, I got I got I mean, real bird stuff makes me super horny. So this movie was a ride for me, you know. Oh, okay, well then uh, I guess that's it. The end of the <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> Why did he turn on when you said horny? That's he gets weird. turned on when I get turned on, baby. That's because he's a party okay. bot. <laughs> I am you didn't choose it. Detractor. You detract from things. I do not. I bring things together, baby. Hey, uh. let's go to Tijuana. This is, this is, you're the, hey, hey, tra- hold on, what? why is it called a mother's dove if it's a parent? That does not make we, sense. Uh, we already talked about this, Detractor. Were you listening? I thought we were on part- I was asleep. Um, Matt, so I we, guess uh, that's, uh, that's made up movies, uh, for this week. Yes, that's made up movies for this week. It just, he did, he detracts so much from the actual podcast. I can get louder if that's helpful 
Not helpful. Not helpful. We'll see you next. We'll see you next time. Uh, if you got a made up Fuck movie, suggest to us. Uh, go to at Made Up Movies Pod on Twitter. That's at Made Up Movies Pod. Give us the name of that movie and uh, the log line of what it's about. And uh, yeah, yeah, like and subscribe and give us good ratings and reviews. Tell your friends. Uh, is there anything else that we need to think about? Um, no, nothing. Yeah, I mean, anything else would detract from the. It's time to boogie, robot. I don't like it.